Talks episode 30 with no one. It's not Zone A Music today. He's off on his holidays. Uh, but got a special guest in uh, all the way from Texas in the in America. Whereabouts in Texas? Space Jail? Uh, Austin. Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. So, yeah, um, he's... Space Jail, if you won't know him, is a dubstep producer. I've been following him for quite a while, and it's the first time I've actually spoken to him in person. But it's I've got quite a lot of questions to ask you and stuff because it's all about your mix downs and that. They they're normally absolute fire. But yeah, let's. Uh, ah, thank you. <laughs> where, let's um, let me start with um, like what got you into dubstep? Because normally dubstep was like I know it as pr- traditionally UK. Yeah, uh, so I don't know. I grew I grew up in like a small town in the in Louisiana, and uh, I don't know. Like I, I used to listen to like a lot of like rock and like you know anything I heard was was on the radio. I just there there wasn't a lot going on. You know, there's like a lot of country music and like rock and like top forty like R and B stations and stuff like that. So like I don't know. I'm kind of embarrassed to say this, but. Uh, you know, mainstream Americanized music is what got me into dubstep, and it started hearing, <laughs> embarrassingly enough, of like Dead Mouse and stuff like that. Yeah, but that, that's that's everyone. It's, like when you're younger, you just literally. Like, I, I remember listening to Tear Out the, uh, like, you jump up D and B and stuff. When you're young, you just just want to be listening to that all that like really up hype music with the mid ranges and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so so whenever uh, whenever I first heard electronic music in general, it just kind of like blew my mind because it was so much different than everything I'd I'd listened to before, you know. And mm-hmm. it just just totally different. I mean, like I'd heard like different bands with like electronic influences in their music and stuff, but like as far as like purely like digitally created music, mm-hmm. that was was kind of crazy to me. And so like I started off. <laughs> <laughs> listening to to like Skrillex and yeah. like then that like led to like like excision but I just like kept going deeper like immediately like it wasn't even I didn't listen to Skrillex but like for maybe like a day because I just heard it and like listened to it and I was like I didn't really like like it that much but I was like this is interesting and this is crazy mm. you know I've never heard anything like this but um, I just kept getting deeper and deeper and that's how wait, I say it again th- that's what happened to me man <laughs> That's like, oh hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> Did you listen to metal by any chance? Oh yeah, yeah. I listened to like a lot of like, like one of my one of my favorite bands was this place called uh, was this uh, band called We Butter the Bread with Butter. They're this like German grindcore band. Yeah, they're they're pretty awesome. Yeah, and then I listened to like a lot of like, like Job for a Cowboy, like Chelsea yeah. Grin, like a lot of different, a lot of different like, because um, you know grindcore metal. Yeah, yeah, we. we well, basically, from all the dubstep producers uh, I've interviewed, and I've interviewed 17, 18 now, they've all come from a metal background. It's quite interesting oh, no to shit, see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, cause, uh, I, I come from a like a grime background. I'm from East London, and mm-hmm. so I come from a very grimy background. But then when I heard dubstep for the first time, I was just like, yo, like I, I listened to metal growing up as well, but. Listen, yeah, yeah. When I heard dubstep for the first time, I was just like, "What is this? It's it's not all it's not in your face." It was just like, and then because I was listening to shit speakers at the time, I was like, "Oh, where's that mid range?" So I started listening to Koki yeah. and stuff. 
So when uh, wh- mm-hmm. who who did you? What was your first dubstep producer you listened to? Like I'm talking like from like the deeper sort of stuff where you're like, holy shit. So, so like the way it, the way it kind of went was like, fucking like Skrillex, then Excision, then like, mm. like Downlink, then like MLK, then like mm. Sook Knight, Chromastar. Yeah. And I just kept getting like, you know what I'm saying? Like it it just kept going down this like tunnel, mm-hmm. and like I found, I think that the producer that really like kicked it up for me was requake at the time Re- oh uh, Re- requake and uh and, oh and like Re-quake. bad clap yeah requake uh, what's yeah. that tune what's what's that tune oh i play it in my set uh, oh it's the water one. drops or is it earthquake? is it earthquake no or uh meditation of man there's um, so many i know like you know when there's yeah, he has tons of good it, tracks yeah they, they have tons of good tracks yeah, um, uh, but yeah. When um, so I see you done that on Facebook today. You were uh, done all the uh, list all your dubstep producers on your uh, status. Yeah, what ones? Oh did, yeah. Did you find anyone new? Uh you know, honestly, I've had like such a busy day. I haven't had a chance to to go and look through that again. Yeah, but it'd be interesting to see if you find anyone new out of that because that was a very interesting. Oh, uh, I I guarantee that I'm going to. I'm a. I can't lie. I'm a very musically ignorant person like i don't uh like go out and listen to a lot of music which is like a flaw i would mm. i would think because i just i, I, pre- I <laughs> as stupid as it sounds I, I prefer listening to my own music over anyone else which that's cool man i mean like i just have i have so much so much music at this point and mm. i don't know okay. I've, been, I've been trying to branch out more and listen to more music mm. every time i do it though i'm like oh man all these people are better than me yeah. but i <laughs> I quickly throw that down and just think, you know, I can... Dude, dude, you know. like, from... Right, so, I'm going to listen... Because, basically, how I come across you, yeah, is, I think, it was it was two years ago, yeah, and I think you followed me on SoundCloud, but then I followed you back, and I started listening to you. Then I added you on Facebook, because I was just like, rah, this guy's mixdowns are fucking insane. Like, so it like, bro. The, the how you get your mids to stand out in your in your mix in your mixes, and like, it, I can I I can get a good clean mix, yeah. But like like how full and fat they sound. Do you know like the, the it's always your mids. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, yeah, like it seems that you put your effort into uh, EQing out a- any frequencies what are resonant in there because they all sound just very clean and there's no disruptive sounds coming through your mixes thank you so much man i think i think the biggest struggle with uh my mix downs lately is i've been trying to do a lot of uh been trying to do like a lot of like low-end synthesis so obviously you know when you when you have like a like a sub bass those frequencies are around for me anyway between like 60 and like like my like main like heavy hitting sub I've found between like sixty and like one twenty, you know. That's interesting. But but whenever like I'm trying to create a sound, like what am I what am I trying to describe here? <clears throat> Let me see if I can think of like an example. Um, I don't know, like a, like an unscripted that uh yep. that like filter bass. If you if you know what I'm talking about, yeah, I know that, what like, you're on about. Yep. 
the, yeah but like on the on the lower side of that like i've been i've been really trying to like come up with sounds that sound good on that lower end that mm-hmm. don't interfere with the sub and that's been like a real challenge but i think i've done some pretty interesting stuff lately with it that yeah because obviously it, it depends on what plugins you use and what sort of like it's mad like what do you, what's, what's what door do you use what, what's your uh, digital workstation um i i actually go between uh fl studio 11 and 20 20 is freaking insane i can't lie i've uh, it's just come out made a lot of really good adjustments yeah right. yeah yeah i remember um do you know sepia the, yeah, yeah 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 so i was speaking to him and he said that he's just downloaded um 20 and he can now get it like he he just said it's just running so smoothly and uh, so oh it is it's so great and some of my like a lot of DMB producers from the UK use um Fruity Loops. I use a uh, oh no doubt. I use Logic and Machine, and uh, oh okay hell yeah yeah I've I've machines changed my game mate like Machine is just like I it's just so fluid and you can like make a beat in like twenty minutes and you'll have a full structure down before you know it. Hell yeah! I made a beat this morning when I was making toast in the kitchen. And then, <laughs> and then it's finished tonight. Like, oh, uh, uh, hell yeah, dude! And that's only from the work rate of a machine. If it was just logic, I'd I love. <laughs> I love those super productive days. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, I bought a, I bought in like Akai, uh, a MIDI keyboard, mm. and I plugged it in. And I was like, oh sweet, I can assign this to all these different functions, and I was like super stoked on it. But it just interrupted my workflow, and I. <laughs> Gave up immediately, and I haven't touched it since. <laughs> I can understand what produce like type of producer you are. I bet you get nitty gritty into the into the track, like meaning by I just carry on. I'm just super ADD. I like look at everything, and I notice like a hundred different things at once. And I'm just I have so much different stuff going on in my mind, like all at once. I don't even know. Like I just get into a headspace whenever I start making music. Sometimes I'm like, oh, wait, I made this? I don't even remember doing it. <laughs> you know? I, like, I know it's my track, but I can't even, like, I don't know. <laughs> I know what you mean, man. I want to speak to you about some of your tracks, right? So you, you, I don't know if you don't remember this, but you sent me a load of, I'm talking, you, you was like, here's a dub package, and there was loads, loads, brother. Yeah, yeah, I did that a while back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Bro, my older stuff, yeah. A lot of that is still in my sets, bro. Like, uh, like I'm talking, like, and then whenever I play, like, you know, you got unscripted and you've just released that, yeah. Right. When yeah, yeah. I played that out in Bristol, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it got wheeled up, and everyone was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> and then I was just like, oh, "Bro, I'm, I'm like a silent fan from the UK, bro. I play your tunes, yeah." And people are like, yeah. who is this guy? And I go, oh, it's some guy from Texas, isn't it? And then they're, they're like, wow, what? what?" And I was just, I always go to Space Jam, <laughs> it? And then they were just like, oh, right. And they always go find you and always look at you. Look at, like, cause I remember, because you have unscripted and you have the unscripted VIP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it was the VIP. The, what's the one you just really what's the what's the because i see you released that and i was just like uh because what, what, there's two versions what there's ones with yeah, the, yeah i, I released the 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 one with like the yeah with like the wobble i guess is mm. the original unscripted then the vip is just that kind of like sub like system one you know yeah 
Because I played the I played the one with the wobble. I made the mid range. Oh my! The way you got it to move, the way that oh. <laughs> moves, I like it. It shuts down a rave, bro. Like especially you know, like I, I've seen like a lot of like different footage, like like. Uh, there was there's this one show I played. It was actually like my first like Austin show that had like a big turnout, and I dropped that. And like it's awesome to see people just like I don't know like I guess like the faces that people make yeah, whenever, the bass whenever faces, I play that song, it? you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. But like if... even seeing like footage that like my friends have sent me, like uh, abstract abstract sonance uh, Tyler mm. sent me some footage of him playing Shambhala. Uh, him playing unscripted there yeah. it's just crazy to see like that many people just in sync like bouncing to something that i made that was pretty crazy yo i like as well you remember your flow done uh your flow done um uh like thing yeah yeah, yeah the horror show style remix Bro, uh, i played that i played that to a few of my friends and uh they've said that was the best horror show style they heard oh man i appreciate that yeah that w- but then you've got that solace tune, is it? And is that like a flipper? Like, cause you, I realize you took. Uh, it's very. It's. Uh, it's. It's. That is it. The solace. S O L. I can't think of the name. Yes. So solace is what that track originally was. And you took the mids so, out, didn't you? Yeah. So I took the mids out because I thought, cause like I, I put that float and vocal over it, and I was like, oh fuck, like this, like this, like has a weight to it. But whenever it had that that mid, you know, it was just cluttering it up, and I thought that it sounded much better with just his voice. And then I used that mid in the uh, bro. The way that bass hits, like the bass, like the way that you get that when it drops initially drops, the bass is so powerful. And I heard and when I, I I played that on scoops as well, man. And that was so heavy. Like I'm talking, like the room was shaking, and I was just like, "What frequency is this guy doing? Where he's shaking these rooms?" Like, <laughs> man, that means a lot. I, I really, like, I don't know. <laughs> One of my friends, a long time ago, just told me, he's like, "My favorite key to produce in is mm. G," and I don't know why. For some reason, that resonate. just stuck in my head. It's the resonate. And now I just. Uh, I pretty I don't do it every time. Like I do like a like I do it a lot between like E, mm-hmm. like E G F, sometimes A. a I don't ever bangs. mess in like mess around in C. I don't. I just feel like the sub just doesn't hit right for me. But, you, it's uh, a funny one thing. One of my friends is trying to like teach me this like technique about C that helps it resonate a bit more. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. Were you saying about C? Yeah. I'll be, yeah. The tune I made today was in C. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um. Bass is actually the the sub is in C because basically what I done is I tuned the like because I made it in machine I tuned yeah, yeah. the sub down so then I could play them like the sub comes through at like C three and then the natural okay. harmon the natural harmonics come through a lot more. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. It's an interesting one, but then obviously you got to tweak it and uh, EQ the right. I, yeah, I, yeah. It was a nitty gritty. I I spent about an hour on it today, and it was. I've just never had luck in C, honestly. Mm. But it happens. I think though. most of my most of my tunes are in like F. I think. Yeah, I, I like. Like, have you ever tried to mix in? You you know when you DJ, have you tried to mix in key at all? 
sometimes it's, I... It's long, though, isn't it? <laughs> it's effort. You know, I, I, I just go by ear at this point. You mm. know, like, I've only been DJing for about, like, about, like, a year now. I've been producing for maybe, I'd say, like, nine years. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Like DJing is relatively new to me, so I don't know. Like I've been I've been listening. Well, no, I've been DJing for like not like two or three years. I'm sorry, yeah. I, I'm I'm totally tripping right now. But um, <clears throat> I don't know. Like there there are sometimes that I'll just like what I'll do is I'll just like fuck around in front of the turntables and mm. just play a bunch of random shit together, yeah. and then sometimes I'll just find something that's fucking crazy. Like, like there's still like to this day, like, like doubles that I play every single set. Like, um, uh, what there's, um, you know, your cra- it's called crater dub. Yeah. 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 Right. So there's, um, there's a, so honestly, I want to be, I want to be real with you. You're talking about a lot of songs that probably like nobody are ever going to know about. But this, <laughs> because, is, this, like... is, this is the thing. This is the thing. Yeah. I'm talking about a lot of tunes that from years ago. What this is where I'm going to come into. What are you making now? Like, what are you getting released? So, okay, so I've been doing a lot of different stuff lately. Mm-hmm. Like, um, this past year, I've been dedicating a lot of my time to releasing a lot of that old music through Space Jail. Yeah, but at the same time, I. I started realizing that whenever I would post music at Space Jail, if it was like something darker or something more ominous, mm-hmm. that it wasn't resonating with with anyone as much. And I mean, like, don't get me wrong, like, I don't make music specifically for other people. I, I really enjoy seeing like people's reaction to music that I've made. Yeah. But it's not like something that I'm like, oh, man, I got to see what what everyone thinks of this, you know, you know? so like. But I, I don't know. So I just when you start getting a following, though, isn't like, it? yeah, but I don't know. So people were just expecting my music to be like heavy whenever I'd put out a song, I guess. And so I decided to just try and get these certain songs in a different style that I'd put together and try and put them on another alias and see how it might turn out, you know, just like focusing an alias to a specific sound mm-hmm. as opposed to just making anything that pops into my head and putting it up and like releasing it with space jail. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I decided to go for like, I wanted to like coin a sound. And so I started this side alias called the maker. Yeah. And, uh, that is what I've been doing mostly with my time lately. I've been like, talking to a lot of like dark trap producers and like just trying to like expand the horizons of what I do with bass music. Mm -hmm. And so I've been like distorting a lot of like 808s lately and like trying to come up with like synthesis through that. And I've been coming up with some crazy shit. Yeah. Yo, you saying about distorted 808s, yeah. Like, yeah, that, that is basically, do you know Chunk Mob? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I know them. Right. So my, like so, my old housemate, Coma, like Coma is my old housemate, yeah. And, All right, yeah, yeah. And he listens to very he lo- listens to a lot of Russian trap. Hell yeah, like Ice Peak or yeah, yeah. I, it is Ice Peak, isn't it? and and you know when it goes pew, that sort of yeah. yeah. Like we was experimenting for ages how to do that, yeah. And we put about it's s- just a distorted eight oh eight, dude. 
Yo, 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 we wanted this exact sound in it. Like, we was, like, tweaking it yeah. for about three, four hours, yeah. We had six amps yeah. on it. Six. Six amps. <laughs> and... No, it's very, very over-compressed, for sure. Yes. Yeah, there was, there was a, there was a, there was a very hard compressor, cr- compressor on it, p- squashing it. Mm-hmm. And we, when we made the sound, I, I was just like, raw, like this, this, this type of sound. Like, if a normal person listens to this, they'll think I'm, they, they'll think you're nuts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, I don't know. Like I've just like so in in one of my new tracks as the maker entitled beyond the shadows it sounds it's just this really kind of like dark like weighty trap vibe to it but then mm-hmm. uh like i have like a i have like this like 808 bass like just made this specific way but then i bring in this uh this other 808 that i put over it and distorted it cut out the sub frequencies yeah but like <laughs> i like accidentally moved this this uh this 808 over just a little bit mm. and just made this crazy ass noise and like it was just a total accident but it was like bow, row, row. like i don't know it sounded fucking crazy and like that when that happened it was such a happy yeah exactly yeah i wish i knew how to just do that shit without having it be an accident but you know yes. dude dude i had i was making like i make hip-hop as well as uh, mm-hmm. like dubstep and i um yeah, it was a very like there was a tune of mine where it was a very piano, very happy, very like yeah. good good vibe. Yeah, I accidentally moved everything a bar forward. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it completely changed the vibe of the tune. Completely, like the whole the whole rhythm. Yeah, yeah, and the whole rhythm. Yeah, the key, everything, and it sounded really dark. So, I in the middle of the track i just make everything fade out and it just goes into this and everyone goes gee like whoa like they was like you could put this in a movie as someone being really happy and it's like <laughs> happening really bad to them there's one thing <laughs> i see say you posted the other day you a video game what was the video game um um you your songs in a video game that my that my tracks are getting released into yeah um so the the two tracks that are getting released are called Ruckus and Daywalker, and they're mm. actually on my SoundCloud. Uh, they're like the they're they're a lot heavier than than a lot of the stuff that I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the the game is called I think it's called Descent, Descent. and it originally was like this. Uh, it's like a remake of this old video game that came out like around like the Doom era, you know, like yeah, the yeah, little yeah. first person shooters, corners. That. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, but um. But it was just this old game. They made like a couple sequels to it, but then this game studio picked it back up and decided to make like a like a huge, just updated like you know remake of this game. Mm. So he he chose those two tracks for the game, which I'm I'm really excited for. Yo, man, that's a big achievement, though. I'd say like to actually get your tunes out in a video game, like that's every- yeah that's mad like um Uh, i'm I'm super excited for it honestly did you did you ask to submit for it or did they come towards you or how did that happen so (laughs) it's actually kind of a funny story so um i've been trying to do like video game uh sound design and uh like music for for a long time now i've actually Mm -hmm. worked with a a couple like different indie studios to do sound effects i'm actually working with one studio right now doing the same thing but uh a long time ago, uh, <laughs> just totally randomly, I went on Craigslist to look for a hookah because I wanted a, a hookah to 
for just my, my house or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I go and I buy this hookah and I'm, I'm talking to the guy that I can get in the hookah from. And he just turned out to be one of the sound designers for Assassin's Creed, like Ubisoft and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and he, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and he works. He's worked with like uh, Activision and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, just a long time ago, I talked to this dude and I bought this hookah from him, and you know, never talked to him again. But then uh, I was putting together this little like pizza party in downtown Austin yeah. with just a couple local uh, Austin dubstep DJs, mm-hmm. and uh, this guy hits me up and he's like, "Hey, man, get me on this lineup." And I was like, oh, "Okay, uh, sure." So. He gets down there and I'm like, I'm like talking to him and he's like, yeah, man, I'm a sound designer for Assassin's Creed, Ubisoft, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wait, wait, (laughs) did you, did you ever sell someone a hookah? And he was like, yeah. I was like, what? I mean, I'd never seen that guy after I, after I bought the hookah from him and now he's playing at an event that I put together. That's madness. That, yeah, it, it tripped me out, but. Uh, but needless to say, he's he's working on a couple games right now, and he came came to me and was like, "Yeah, your your music's." He, he told me that he liked my music, and it's weird you say it that. It just went yeah. from there. So basically, uh, when I was at uni, yeah, I was really yeah. struggling. I was doing audio for games. Uh, it was like a module what I'd done in audio music technology, yeah. And you mm-hmm. sent you put out some stems for. Um, uh, it was a uh, Eastern Sun. Yes, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Right. So, I was doing this. I was doing this game project, yeah, and I listened mm-hmm. to the tune, and you know the that that sort of sound. Yeah. Right? And so I was just like, right, I might have to just pick the stems out and just use this for the for the project, <laughs> bro. Like, cause, like, bro, bro, it. Like I was doing a, I was doing like a jump. Did like, you get an A? Yeah, yeah, I got a seven. Like basically, it was a like cause we do it by first, seconds, and thirds here, and I got a first. Yeah. And I got seventy five oh, yeah. out of hundred, and I was just like raw. Like it was, it was just because how because how I described it was the, it was a Far Cry sort of game, so walking through a jungle and stuff, and I was just like this matches it so i made some drums pull it underneath and it was like because i was going to do a remix for it but it just ended up being yeah yeah i ended up making it in a software project (laughs) it was a it was a have you ever heard of f mod yeah yeah i've heard of that yeah yeah and like w wise yes so it was on the f mod and i made the tune in f mod and i put the drums in f mod but i because obviously there's no grid yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I had to find out when to put the drums. It was like sort of a burial sort of shit, like where you had to work out that's about the right amount of time away from that one. So I'm going to put that drum there, that drum there. But yeah. Okay. Thank you for sending me. Thank you for putting out those things because you got me a first. <laughs> that's hilarious, yeah. oh, man. Because you got a very game. I'm glad it could help. You uh, you got a very game sound. You've got. I've, I see. Like I could. Like when I listen to your tunes, I can see that there's. I could hear them in first person shooters and Call of Duty stuff like that. And like you know. <laughs> And I think that's that's one of the things that made me want to start a new alias for my darker stuff because there uh, there there's there's this guy in uh, in Austin. I'm not gonna mention. He if he hears this, he's gonna know. But I love the guy to death. But he you know 
whenever he would hear my name, he would think about like the Rhythm Crew in Austin. Okay. And you know, no disrespect to Rhythm, none at all. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But it's not what I do. And while, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I don't. Well, I don't care what what people think about rhythm you know it's like to to each his own you know there are certain people out there who were like it's like taboo to talk about rhythm you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but that's like still part of like the overall audience of people that listen to your music so Mm -hmm. like i don't know i just i just realized like is that what people think of space jail is like you know some like tear out rhythm artist and i just wanted people to like be able to actually like emotionally connect to my music rather than like prejudge it you know Bro, if and you, it's interesting. Oh, yeah, sorry. But yeah, go ahead. If you played out in London or Bristol, yeah, you, your tunes would hit hard. Like, I like, could, my, like my heavy shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your heavy stuff would hit really hard. Like, like because obviously we got Khan and Neek, we got all of them. Yeah. So, but they're very grimy. But then there's like, there's like a there's also the heavy sort of coming out of Bristol now, Chunk Mob are really popping out. So then we're getting Chroma Star and everyone coming out and they're playing all this sort of deeper stuff. But then I'm seeing Hatcher and Youngster going over to America a lot and they're playing a lot of rhythm. So (laughs) it's quite strange. It's quite strange to see how the dynamic you're seeming to go the dynamic of how, like that's you're seeming to go the dynamic of how us UK heads are seeing the scene and that like with people yeah. making new aliases and that where i see a lot of american artists going either the sign like going to encrypted and stuff like that that's that's very mm-hmm. heavy but that's very trappy trappy but then mm-hmm. you've got yourself but you're going very dark and that but then that reminds me of cryptic minds that reminds me of like all the old like cyrus like all the older darker dubstep heads so i'm interested to know thank you man did did you listen to like Cyrus and all them coming up? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, like I, I, I went as deep as I could and I just started finding, I started finding everything. Mm. Uh, like I, <laughs> I, I was just on YouTube all the time. And I mean, sometimes I would go to like, uh, what's it called? Pandora or something, but that's mm. not, that, that wasn't as deep as I wanted to get, you know? Yeah. yeah. But I think one of the people that really, like changed the game for me mm. that really like opened my eyes to a lot of new dubstep was uh josh from josh and phil from distinct motive okay um yeah no like they like i remember uh they, they used to play on this like radio station called focus fm okay and i would i would just sit in these like online chat rooms and just listen to mixes all day and i was just finding all this new music you know, like ID five five five, wheel it. You know, just like <laughs> uh, online online chat room shit and fucking. Yeah, yeah, man, I've been there, done that. <laughs> so, T-shirt on that. There's um. Yeah, no. He played "Secrets" by Chroma Star. Oh, what a tune! And and that tune changed what. I perceived of dubstep. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it, it, uh, like that was like what I envisioned of like what I wanted to to do with dubstep. So mm. a couple of years ago, whenever I I just like I just randomly contacted uh, Chroma Star mm. and you know just started talking to him, and he was he just like hit me up super quick and mm. like just started like 
chatting with me about my music and shit and i think that's that's whenever it kind of like came full circle for me because like i don't know like six or so years ago i was listening to, to this and never expected i'd be you know like on a first name basis with this guy so it's it's weird dubstep is like you say like that. a journey at this point you're the thing is yeah you got you it's, it's mad that how you're speaking to like someone from london that the f- the problem that the, this is the thing with um the the chrome stars and stuff like that they proper really respect when and like you're you're hitting them up from america yeah the yeah. problem with me coming up yeah becoming from london everyone wants to do it so is ever like it's really hard to get into like the conversation that but, but since i moved to bristol it's changed oh since i got older i think because you come with an older head into a conversation yeah, yeah. you just don't go oh my god i love your music please give me a yeah. dub for free like <laughs> but yeah it's uh it's mad you say chrome, chrome store because like mine was a uh, sook knight growing up like like um oh yeah yeah and uh so it, oh sorry go on. oh no go ahead i'm sorry no i'm good um yeah so he, he's it's weird because i haven't actually met sook knight but i met his brother square wave and i had him on Celebrex, yeah but I ended up chilling with Square Wave for quite a bit when Square Wave lived in Bristol, and that's when you heard a Renegade by um by Sook Knight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sent me that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that is absolutely. Oh, that is one of the best tunes I've heard this like this in last year, really. Like so. I, carry on. Last year, mm. Phil from Distinct Motive. Mm just happened to like put my name on some like list on a post on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, follow these artists. And I guess Sook Knight ended up looking at those and like hit me up for, for tunes. Mm. And so I like, I sent him some shit and he was like, yo, this is, this is cool. Or I don't remember exactly what he said, but yeah. he ended up sending me some shit mm. and he sent me a track called connection. Yeah. And it just goes so fucking hard. It's one of my, I probably play that almost every set. It's such a, it's like the, it's, it's what comes to my mind whenever I think dubstep, I don't know. Like it's, you know, like I feel, I feel like every producer has a, has a tune that in their, in their mind, like is representative of what dubstep sounds like, you know? Yo, this Which, is how, this is how no, like, Oh, go on. I'm sorry. Yeah, this is how far I'm going back here. Yeah. My first, my, my, you know, that tune you're talking about mine's conference yeah. by digital mystics. Yeah, which is 2006 on um, oh what, oh, Jar Power I think it was on, but yeah, that that that's when because it's very bongo-y and the subs are very old, yeah. old school garage sort of dark garage style. Yeah, and then it's funny that you say about like that's what you describe as dubstep because it, it's dubstep so broad, so so. It broad. is yeah exactly exactly uh, and that's. That's why I think that, you know, every producer would would name a different song, you know, mm-hmm. like the, it's, I mean, like that, the, I wouldn't say that, I don't know, that wobbly style of dubstep is what dubstep originally was, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I don't think that dubstep is really definable at this point mm-hmm. because it's like you said, it's so broad, you know what I'm saying? Like. Like if someone tells me they don't like dubstep, I I just think maybe you haven't heard the right song because or you're talking to the wrong person. (laughs) (laughs) 
Because, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, you, you could, there's, there, there's got to be at least one song. Yeah. Uh, as far as dubstep is concerned, that you would find interesting. You know? I, the funny thing to say in this year, my mum said to me, oh, what is this? Like when I was listening to Scream and that back in the day. And then, yeah. And um, yeah. she was like, I I was like, I was dubstep. And she was like, I don't like this. And then in the car, LaRue, uh, In For The Kill, come on. Yeah, going in for the kill, doing it for okay. the kill. Yeah, 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 yeah. And my mum was like, I like this, and I was like, I, I turned around to her, I was like, this dubstep mum, and she was like, nah, you, no, this is, you're, you're chatting shit, and I was just like, no, 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 this is dubstep, <laughs> you like dubstep, you lied to me, and, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's the bounce, it's the, it's the, it's the 140 bounce, I think, it's nothing to do with it being dubstep or not, there is going to be one sort of dubstep tune that someone's going to like because of the bounce of dubstep, and how, exactly, you can make it grimy. You can make it anything like that. I'm interested to know. Do you listen to much grime? Uh, I listen to some grime. Mm. Um, I mean, like I haven't really gotten gotten too deep with it, but the, yeah, I've tried. It's really I don't know. I feel like it's a lot harder to find <laughs> like that that deeper like that darker side of grime. Like being over here in America, you know. Yo, I need to put um, you on in it. I, I want to put you on, like, cause they, 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 from what you're saying, like, there's this hybrid sound. What's coming out now? Yeah. Hell yeah. It's that tickle in the middle between dubstep and grime. So it's all got the grimy you know, simps, but deep. So, I don't know if you if you know of uh, of Crowl. You know Crowl. Yeah, I do. Like uh, Crowl Bomber. Yeah, I do. So, Crowl, as well as like uh, Akira, honestly, mm. um, they have both been fucking heavily with like this. Just like I don't even know what kind of I don't even know what, it, but it's just, like definitely grime influenced. Mm. Uh, even even just grime, but like they've sent me some shit that's just like wow. I think I think Crowl's working with this uh, vocalist named Psycho. Okay, and he. He he's been he's sent me some fucking amazing music, um, but yeah, I don't I haven't gotten too deep with with grime sadly. Yeah, well, uh, it's something for for after this conversation that I will send you. I will send you over. I think there will be some grime that you that it is dark. It basically it just blends so well. Like I've like where I've blended your old tunes. I know what tunes, go, like old grime tunes and what new grime tunes and even like Dizzy Rascal tunes go with your tunes. It's mm-hmm. weird. But, Hell yeah. But yeah, um, it's weird like to say that I'll speak. You know Toka? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's, uh, this is how like basically he brought you, he was on last last episode of Seller Talks. And mm-hmm. he was saying, like, people call it, like, over there, call it American grime. But obviously you've been, like, America's such a big place. Obviously you've been in Texas. What's, like, the scenes, what's the, what is, like, the scenes in Austin and that? Is is the dubstep scene big or you'd have to go Colorado, I think? Um, Yeah, no, Colorado's definitely, I would say, the hub of mm. dubstep in America. Um, Austin is weird because I... Austin is the live music capital of the world. Okay. So it's really hard to compete in an area where so many people want to listen to live music. Yeah, yeah. So because of that, 
like in like in Denver, like you know, if you're going to a dubstep show, that it's going to be at the Black Box. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like there are a lot of places like that all over all over the country where you know if you're going to this city that you're going to be playing at this location. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But Austin is really, 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 really just flaky in the sense that not flaky. It's just there, there. People do dubstep everywhere, but then it's like all kind like there's like a rhythm group and like a deep dubstep group, and then people who just throw throw shit together. Like yeah. I don't know. I know it's a weird mean. scene here, but it works. You know, like we. Mm-hmm. I, I think that uh, that old gold, if you know him, yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've spoke to him before. Yeah, I, I'd feel I feel like he's like the the predominant presence. In uh, in Austin, like him and Lazy K, I would say are are the big are like locally, mm-hmm. the 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 biggest. Um, but Old Gold brings in a lot of people. Like he brought in uh, uh, Hatcha, Hebe, mm. um, Esh One. Mm-hmm. He, like he, I feel like he his voice is what brings artists out of state. For, to Austin, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, yeah, it, yeah. if it weren't for Old Gold, I don't think there'd be a lot of uh, a lot of a scene here. Okay, um, but There's as well what, as like Shark Week, yeah, because they did. Uh, they 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 just they they were the name of they were the face of dubstep in Austin for a long time. Okay. Uh, Shane Shane did a really good job with that, but yeah, it's, it's mad. sorry I'm rambling. No, 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 I, I'm I'm soaking it all up, man. This is what this is what it's about. That we this is the open conversation instead of because I actually haven't prepared any questions. I just like to go in with what I wanted to like. Yeah, what yeah, I wanted yeah. To know about, but I wanted to ask you a few uh, just like quickfire questions. This is called a uh, this is called a uh, question. Funny enough, yeah. So I just want. All right. To, yeah. So I'm gonna get my. Uh, I, this is where I do prepare questions for you. But it's got to think of the top of your head. You don't. You can't really think about them, right? So, um, best upcoming label. Oh man, that's a hard one. <laughs> straight in, straight in. Oh, that's a really hard one. I'm sorry. Uh, no man, it's cool. So many floating through your head, isn't there? There are so many <laughs> fucking labels right now. Um, all right, I guess I would just go with uh, uh, I'm between like Version Collective oh, yeah. and White Peach. Yeah, well, I'm gonna say White Peach. Two Clock and- is doing really, really awesome right now, too. Yeah, I, I, I like uh, with Rigby and everyone coming off off that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, big up the Chunk Boys. Um, right, best upcoming artist. Best upcoming artist, Kansu. I'd have to say, Kansu. I like yeah. Right, Sue. So I'm, I'm like, I'm, if you could send me a link to his SoundCloud, I'll put that in the link below. Oh, I will. I will. His music's amazing. Favorite dubstep tune of the week. This this week. Uh, I guess I would have to say uh, 
if I can remember the name of it. I guess I guess if I can't remember the name of it, then it's not my favorite. Um, I'd have to say Coin Dub by uh, Ots, Kaza, and Kanzi. I think I've I think I've stumbled across that actually. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I, I bought the I bought the vinyl as soon as I heard it. Bang so bang, good. representing the Wax Crew. Um, right, a tune people should check of yours. Um, I just put up a clip of my track "Psycho" that is forthcoming Southside Dubstars UK, alongside uh the Twisted Vines EP, but uh the the other three tracks will be uploaded soon. Banging. Best club you've played. Best club I've played. Um, I think I'd have to say probably the uh, what's it called? It's in Austin. My last, my last show was there. Empire Control Room in Austin okay. was probably the funnest show I've played. Yeah, I write all these things down. So when I do travel out to America, I try. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try and do a tour. I'm gonna try and do a trip to go to all like the cities. So yeah. Oh yeah. There's a. Uh, Seattle was also really fun. Um, really, you played in Seattle. Yeah, that was a. Uh, Eric Robinson brought me over there. It was. It was amazing. I played. Uh, I had a B2B with Austin, uh, Subtle Mind. Okay. And that was that was incredible. I love that guy. He was. Uh, he was. He was chill. How long was that flight? Oh, uh, not very long. It was like two, two, two and a half hours. Okay, oh, that's not bad. Right. Mm-hmm. Just a, the, who out of the two, who do you prefer, Deep Medi or System? System. Banging. I would have thought you'd have said that. Um, Khan or Komodo? Oh, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, I guess uh, you know I'm more influenced by Khan, but yeah, I, could, I love. Uh, wait, say that. What were you about to say? I could hear. I can hear that. No. Uh, <laughs> um, but I definitely would say that I enjoy uh, Komodo's. He just he does he does so much different. He does shit. his like, ting. He does his ting yeah. and he does it well. Exactly. I see. I see. The thing is, yeah, I'm a bit lost on Khan because I'm get I'm so spoiled by Khan because I live in Bristol and he like he was standing behind me at, 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 at like I was I went to a thing called a night called Too Much Collective and it was at playing at a, a club called uh, Crofters Rights. Yeah, hell and yeah. He was stand. Him and Neek was just standing at the back of the room the whole time. They didn't move. They just stood there. And it's like, it's weird because you see like the fanboys go up like because there's a big dubstep community in Bristol and there's loads and loads of fanboys. Yeah. Like a few a few weeks ago, I, I had a guy come up to me and ask me, uh, um, basically a fanboy of Como and it was like asking me, oh my God, what's he like in person? I was like, right, he's just, he's my boy. And I don't, I don't really know what to say to that sort of Yeah, thing. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, back to back to the questions yeah i want to ask this is going to be the last this this going to be the last uh, uh, guest mark before we get on to all the uh 
uh, plugging and stuff. Your okay. favorite artist. This can be anyone. <sighs> Man, that's such a that's such that's a an unfair question. It's a hard, it is that's that's why I do it because it's such an unfair question. It just gets everyone doing that. Oh, I don't, I don't know, but you you can't you you don't you don't it, it's 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 it, it's not. It's basically your favorite artist this week, really, because you'll think of someone next week and go, actually, they're my favorite artist. Um, you don't have to be dubstep, though. Honestly, I've been really into uh, MGMT. Just put out a new album. It's so kind of like psychedelic rock. Okay. It was it was pretty good. Uh, I keep I find myself listening to that a lot lately. That's why I'm. Uh, that's why I like where you're not like you're you're also still branching. Are you? Do you listen to? Uh, I guarantee you listen to more other other music than dubstep. Like I'm. Just... I I can't lie. I predominantly listen to dubstep. It's it's definitely my favorite genre of music by far. Yeah, man. I Sounds weird. Like I mean, I don't. I, people have given me like shit for it though. They're like, man, there's so many other different types of music. You're being ignorant. And I just. I don't know. I've I've loved dubstep ever since I heard it. It's 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 Bro, my life. <laughs> you do you. You do you. These people yeah. go being ignorant and stuff. You just tell them now you're being ignorant about fucking judging me for what I like. <laughs> I'm savage. Like, I had I've had it in it. I'm just savage back to them. I'm just be or because obviously you got a musical brain. Just fucking mind fuck them. Just mind fuck them with your <laughs> your music knowledge. And they're like, oh man, I I love it. I just I I really like fucking with people's head, and because they're like, <laughs> because I'm I'm a sort of person because I'm a guy who's I've made a load of tunes yet, but I keep them to yeah. myself. I'm building up a catalog, mm-hmm. and then like my boy said to me the other day, he was like, it's time for you to start sending sending out your tunes because mm-hmm. I was he was just like it's yeah. getting ridiculous now and I was just like yo yeah. when the time's right when the time's right I will release my tunes but they're, they're, I remember um, a guy going showing me a tune and then I showed him one of my tunes and he was like yo well I didn't expect that from you and I was like yeah don't judge a book by its cover that's that's all I'm saying don't like I, there's a lot of people out there I think who do that in, in, in our in yeah. our snobby world of music yeah, very much so. Yeah. Um, so, uh, for all our American listeners, because we get quite a few American listeners, um, what shows have you got coming up in the next few months? Any? So, I mean, I I really just had my my last one of shows for a while, just considering that I uh, just had a kid, you know. Congratulations. Um, Thank you so much. It's it's the most amazing thing that could have ever happen to me. I I love my son so much, but uh, it's good to hear, man. I played uh, a festival in like North Dakota, um, and then I played in Austin and then Atlanta as well. And that was fun. I had a really good time in Atlanta. Um, Yo, America, but, America's yeah, the, big, bro. America's big. Like how are you saying? And I'm just working yeah. out how, in my head. North Dakota, Atlanta. Like, geez. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's. Uh, I know, I know where these crazy. places are. I know where these places are, but they're so far away from each other. Man, I can't, I can't tell you how much I wish I could just hop on a train and like be in like another country in like an hour and a half. You know, <laughs> like that'd be yeah, bro. Uh, that's the good thing about that living in the so UK. Nice. 
have, yeah. you, have you ever thought about coming over to the UK? I've I've thought about it. Yeah, I just uh, again oh. like with the with the baby and all, it's yeah. hard to find time. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But if you ever do, you got I, 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 obviously you're gonna have to check out London because London. Oh yeah, London. yeah. You've definitely got to come Bristol. Yeah, I think the the main place I want to visit overseas would be Thailand. Really? I don't know. Oh yeah, I want to go to Thailand so bad. It's so beautiful. Um, there, I want to want to check out London, the Netherlands as well. Oh, There's the a lot of places I want to visit. The Netherlands is mad, man. I've because uh, I've been to America. I've been to New York, <laughs> Miami. And I'm looking to go on tour uh, with my boy Chad the Poly uh, Chad the Polymath to uh, to LA because I I do I do I do like I I write what I do for a living is I write tunes for artists like I I'm that ghost producer who writes the tunes for the artist and don't have my Hell yeah. name on it or anything and uh, yeah yeah and a lot of artists are getting uh, asked to go out to America at the moment and it's mainly LA and I I really want to ch- I want really want to fly. F- into Denver just before I because I got a check I'm just too much of a dubstep head man just too much yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah we've got seven minutes left is there anything you wanted to bring up uh, for um, anything you've got, got going on or um, so I've got uh, I've got that Twisted Vines EP forthcoming mm. uh, Southside Dubstars UK on the 14th of this month Mm-hmm. And then I'm working with uh, I'm not I don't know if you're familiar with Canopus recordings. No, I'm not. Too um, uh, but uh, I'll be releasing a track of mine called Miscreant. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, a couple other uh, songs that kind of fit the same vibe uh, on Canopus. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure I'm not sure exactly when, but that that'll be coming soon. And then uh, I. I don't know if I can say anything about this other, this so other. If you uh, label, if you but... if you can't say it, you don't say it. That's the one thing I learned about <laughs> radio, right. man. There's um, yep. <laughs> there's a. Uh, there has been a few times where I've said something and then I've been like, told, "Yeah, James, you shouldn't have said that." And I'm like, "Oh shit!" But um, oh, um, I actually did think of one other thing. Go for it. Totally, totally spacing. Um, as the maker, I'm releasing. Uh, a track of mine called Wake Up and a track called uh, Covenant, Covenant on Indigo Movement. Okay, that sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Indigo Movement. That I'm doing a remix competition for that. Okay. So I'm um, kind of excited to see what people come up with as far as that goes. Yeah, man. That that sounds that sounds sick. There's um. The, there was so much cool music that that came about whenever I had the unscripted remix competition. That was fun. I had a good time with with that. I heard a lot of really cool stuff. I bet, I, and I bet then if you hear them and you're like, "Oh, I like that," I'm gonna put that in my set. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So where um where are people gonna find you? Where are people find you online and stuff? Um. Facebook dot com slash, uh, space jail, base. I think. Uh, if you look me up on Facebook, it's Jesse Jail. Um. And then of course I have like Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, stuff like that. Yeah, man. There's a, it's, it's been it's been great speaking to you, man. Um, yeah, it's been really good speaking to you because uh, I. Same, man. 
Like, uh, I, I, just, I would like to let's stay in touch, man, because uh, the thing is, like, there's... I always put you on to people in Bristol, but then now, uh, now I speak to a lot of producers, and I like I bet there's a load of producers that who will hear your stuff and want to play it out, and then vice versa. Because we, I, I think I, I would say I'm a fan of your tunes, and um, I really appreciate that, man. Yeah, man. Especially, a- I'm, I'm super introverted. I don't talk to a lot of people, mm. you know. I'll be like, I'll send someone, hey, what's up, and try and talk to them. And if they don't ever say anything back, then I'm just over it. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, I, I'm super, I'm such an introvert. I don't know how to communicate with people properly sometimes. I, it's been a pleasure. I, I really thank you for coming on uh, the show and stuff. This is, this would be funny enough, people. This is uh, one o'clock in the morning for me. And what time is it for you there? Uh, it's like, Seven o'clock. In so he's get you're 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 it's around dinner time for you, is it for me it's, <laughs> it, it's past bedtime for me. But there's um yep. I, I I really do appreciate you coming on and like you said, if you're an introvert and and yeah, like people are gonna be uh, hearing this. Uh but yeah, um for the last uh four minutes I'm gonna say uh basically if you don't know much about me, um uh, Jesse is um I've I've run a studio in Bristol and stuff, uh, like uh, a studio called S- uh, Seller Tapes, and uh, I'm we've been tr- I've been working with a lot of lot of like grime artists recently, and uh, it's weird. I'm trying to get that dubstep style with a bit of grime, like that hybrid sound to a yeah to a lot, and that's coming out a lot. Uh, I'm I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna sh- after this I'll I'll send you uh I'll send you a lot of stuff like that because I think you're like it's it's the new Bristol sound I'd call it. It's a very new sound what's coming out of dubstep at the moment. And I think you Please do, man. I'd be happy to hear it. Yeah, man. Um but yeah, um you can find me on um at Seller Tapes uh Bristol uh, Seller Tapes Recording Studio Bristol, J Fave Seller Tapes on Instagram, sellertaps.es on uh, website and all of that but yeah uh, really thank you for coming on Jesse um, and uh, yeah man thanks for having me yeah man with this airs on Tuesday so um, yeah and well it's not the end of the show because uh, Space Jail's got a mix coming up what he uh, done for us which uh, I thank him for but I'm looking forward to listening to that I'm really uh, I'm not even going to listen I'm going to listen to that when that's aired I'm going to literally drop it in on Logic and not and not listen to it, so I listen to it when <laughs> it's actually aired. But yeah, I'll, I'll send yeah, man. I'll send you the timer when it's airing and stuff. But yeah, uh, thanks. For Sweet coming man, on. I appreciate it. Anyway, yeah, dude, definitely. I look, I look forward to talking to you again. Yeah, man. But yeah, um, it's been lovely talking to you, and I'll, I'll, I'll I'm going to end the show there. All right. Um, all right. Cheers, man. Later, man. I'll Later. talk to you in a bit. Okay. Safe, man. See ya.
groundhog Black gun and I've had the sounds of Sirens and violence 24-7 no days off As a younger he tried to be a pro-cooler But no scouts ever called up Now you catch him in the corner Number one gun and he's rising the tool up Weren't the life that he wanted Older brothers doing ten for a gunting He swirled and he wasn't on that Black man like Carver and Goss with a robbery Same time that he's looking food for the family Boss one shot and drink brandy Living at home with his mums He did work one day when he had to go hungry Now he said that he worked out The olders are cool but they burn out They haven't put in work for the last couple years So according to him they don't dump out Anyway he got shipped with a couple boxes Boy then run up in his mumsies Lucky that he never had the 4 or 5 Got him Babylon they would've loved it So when the judge slapped him with a sentence Not one ounce of repentance Tried to screw face too but he was about on the wing But when he got punched up he remembered That he wasn't about that life on the inside Never had the art of a warrior Started promising himself that he weren't coming back Got surrounded by goons and he felt like a foreigner Anyway the man had touch road Never saying get down or lay down Upgraded itself from mini to a monster Brand new bully in the playground Mumsy can't take it She goes hard with the prayers on a Sunday She begged Jesus for guidance And mercy to show him a better way But anyway, my man's Muslim He goes hard with the war on a Friday He said he's done with the bacon But he still goes hang with the lemon and the high grade Now we got a new chapter Live over a new wave gangster When my guns and he's picking up pops He's cashing and he ain't hollering a sponsor Now he knows about phobia So he's spending big money on the dark side Try pay for protection, pray for protection Shoot, he was just hoping he won't die Couldn't get him conscious Never get caught stepping on the wrong side Yo, the streets look dead in the streets I ain't heard somebody just put money on his head back Thank you.